0: Can you hear it with your ears? Can you see it with your eyes? Can you feel it wiggling between your quivering thighs? That thing, that thing, that thing, that thing, that thing with James. Once every millennium, something will come along. When you feel it, you will know it, cause it's coming on strong. That thing, that thing. That thing thing
1: with James That That thing That thing That thing
0: That thing That thing with James That's us Hi Welcome to episode 35 of That Thing with James J. Asher II. I'm your host, James J. Asher II. That's me. And today, returning for his third appearance, Bennett Cravens. Third time out. Third time's the charm. Three is the luckiest number. Thank you for so doing so. this again, Bennett. Of course, Bennett. of course. So glad to be back. Hell yeah. Felt like it's been too long. It had been a while. I heard everybody was, um was emailing and they were like that guy's got to come back yes dude i had so many people asking for you (laughs) i hope that's not true for for all our sakes (laughs) if but if you want to send an email and request bennett to come back again because he's a great guest Mm, you're too kind send email to that thing with james at gmail.com gmail.com also, <laughs> since we're mentioning some business, let's business take first. care of some other quick business. Business first. If you want to donate to the show? If you want to show your appreciation, if you want to help support the show, you can donate at my Patreon account, Patreon.com/slash with James. You can donate as little as one dollar per month or as much as fifteen thousand dollars a month. Not lying. That was three.
2: It's up to fifteen now.
0: Yeah, dude. Damn. <laughs> so if you got that disposable income, hit him up. You know yeah. you want to? You know, you need to. Fifteen thousand dollars a month. 000. If bad with money management, I mean, or if you got fuck you money, right? What would you do if you had fuck you money? If I had fuck you money, I would rub it in a lot of people's faces. Yeah, uh, I would take care of a lot of good people. Yeah, I'd probably just kind of fuck off silently. Would you have, like, a single home or would you, like, travel around? I would combination those
2: two things. I would have a place where I could always, always call home, but then spend my time doing this and that or whatever.
0: Would you have, like, houses around the world? No, I think I'd have the one main house. Yeah. And then use the, like, not a, nothing big, nothing... Exorbitant, exorbitant yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah something that was just a nice place to go whenever I didn't want to be I like the idea of living out of a hotel man
2: I love the idea of living <laughs> out of a hotel man people come and they take care of your cleaning and all that good stuff you can do the room service
0: yeah hotels are fun man Every time I've been in a hotel, it's for something fun. If it's a fancy hotel. No, I've been in some bad motels that I had a lot of fun in. Are you fucking kidding (laughs) me, dude? I've been in motel rooms that dead people have probably been in. And you had a good time? (laughs) And I had a great time. Were you playing with the fucking ghost that haunted that room? I (laughs) probably would try (laughs) if I knew about a ghost. I would definitely try to do that. I think I'd own places. You would own a lot of places. Yeah, not across the world. Not exorbitant, but like I'd have like an apartment mm-hmm. in Paris or in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. I'd have apartments or like small houses or something. Right. Yeah, that's something nice. I yeah. uh, I have a buddy who always talks about the benefit of a boat. Of a boat. Yeah, because then it's just you got a mobile house, so you do have a home everywhere you ever been just on a boathouse yes those are fun as shit aren't they yeah i was probably 13 and somebody had a party on their houseboat and so it's just like this fancy cocktail gala fit if you will <laughs> lights all the way around like they had a yard on the houseboat, like, the barge portion of it was large enough that they had a yard with astroturf on it. I think you were on a yacht. It wasn't a yacht. It was definitely a houseboat, because it was like, what's the inside part? And they're like, that's their house. The- it's a houseboat. Did they live in it? Yeah. They lived in the houseboat? They lived in the house part of the houseboat with a yard. Where? Um, this had to have been in Oklahoma, on Lake Hefner. <laughs> they lived in a houseboat On, like a, on a lake in Oklahoma I, I guess <laughs> I don't really I don't really know <laughs> I was young you there, there were bright lights and pretty things And we all had to dress up And I wanted to step off the boat into the water But I couldn't because I was wearing Nice items Just oh. a very distinct memory I have Of a, a random Random houseboat party You know who else lives in a houseboat? The ladies man
2: ladies man did that you see was, that
0: was uh Tim Meadows Tim Meadows I wanted to say Phil Lamar but I was like whoo, nope <laughs> <Phil
2: Lamar. laughs> it's definitely
0: not Phil Lamar <laughs> Tim Meadows yes different different sketch comedy right. show yeah the other side <laughs> Mad, Mad TV dude Mad TV Mad TV was Mad like TV. always on yeah I, mean, I don't mean like just playing but like they were always funny We're like SNL would have every once in a while you get mm. a funny weekend right but Mad TV,
2: was they always, were always
0: funny as shit. Always good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I I was a Mad Mad TV kid. Yeah, Mad Mad TV. Kid. Did you get Mad magazines too? No, I didn't know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. No, I uh, I didn't. I never liked magazines. Yeah. Like until recently that I'm just like, oh, a five minute read. <laughs> Perfect. I got five minutes. I knocked that out. I think he, that means you're becoming an old man. Like, I've always you're been. You're the a guy old man. in the fucking waiting room, like, oh, pick up People Magazine. Okay. Just like licking his finger too much. Yeah. Mm. This highlights is crazy. Dude, <laughs> I was in a lobby a few weeks ago and this old man was sitting there with his newspaper and he was so fucking noisy. Yeah. He kept straightening the newspaper, mm. mm, harumping. Mm. Uh, clearing his throat uh, the, this news <laughs> fucking loud breathing through his fucking giant old man nostrils
2: murder in the scots
0: and then his wife would come in and he'd be extra fucking loud Gail you wanna go to Harveys after this <laughs> you know she did Hell, yeah, fuck yeah! They got the meats. They got the meats, and she's about it. That's two things we know about Marge. Did I have? I don't have. I, I don't think I've told you my uh, my Arby's joke. Yes, I have. No, okay, You have not. Okay, um, so I recently learned that Ving Rhames mm-hmm. is the voice of Arby's. He's the one in the commercials that says, "We, we, we got the meats. meats." Yeah, yeah, and. Um, so, it kind of blew my mind when I heard that. I was like, that makes so much fucking sense. The, the first time I ever heard of that, or like heard his voice was in Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Remember, he played Marcellus Wallace. Mm-hmm. And who does not look like a bitch. Who does not look like a bitch. <laughs> Marvin mm-hmm. <laughs> Rames. Mm-hmm.
2: Put a band-aid on the back of his head.
0: Yeah. That looks mean as hell. You know what that band-aid was about? <laughs> That was from when he threw the guy through the glass, right? Nah, man. It's because Ving Rames actually has like a pretty big scar on the back of his neck. Hmm. And so they were trying to figure out, because they had that, that first shot behind his head. Mm-hmm. Um, which is all you see of him which for, is all uh, you for a bit. Right. And then the band-aid was just to cover up the scar. Hmm. It was just a choice they made. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I, I fucking love Ving Rames. Yeah. And I fucking love Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And, like, the first time I saw it, though, fuck, I was on... It was my 13th birthday. Uh, I was, like... I was at home with my parents. We just had, like, dinner, and I opened up some presents, and they were, like... They both looked at me all, like, intense and said, it's time. I said, time for what? And they said, it's time for you to watch Pulp Fiction. Mm. 13. Mm. <laughs> mm. So... So then I'm loving the movie. I'm mm. loving the movie and then no, you Knowing what they're talking about when they're like this is heroin, this is the good stuff. I, I knew that might you know You were you were you were hip. I was hip. <laughs> I was a hip kid. You know? You knew uh, the you knew the you knew the lingo. Yeah. I mean I've watched lots of movies, just not not, not pulp fiction yet. <laughs> And so I'm loving it, and then I, I, I'm, I'm just loving it the whole way through, and then, you know, comes the fight scene between Marcellus Wallace and Butch, mm-hmm. played by Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. They get into the fight, and they, you know, take the fight into the pawn shop. Pawn shop owner pulls a shotgun on them, and he's like, he calls up his buddy Zed. Mm-hmm. Zed shows up. Zed. They bring him down into the basement. That crystal oh, the- blue-eyed motherfucker. Oh, dude. Oh, he was in so many movies. Yeah. I just saw him in the first, like, the uh, pilot episode of uh, Justified. Huh. With Timothy Oliphant. All. Yeah, yeah, that same actor. He played the bad guy in The Mask as well. Mm-hmm. And he played the bad guy in Blue Streak. I haven't seen Blue Streak. Oh, hell yeah, Martin Lawrence. Oh! Ex-con. Dude. Has to pretend to be a cop. Let the good times roll. I heard it's good. It's fun. Oh, man. <laughs> So okay, so the Zed and the pawn shop owner take Butch and Marcellus Wallace down into the basement. Mm -hmm. They take Butch into a room and close the door and leave. uh, Or they take Marcellus into the room. Mm -hmm. They leave Butch outside the room tied to a chair and they release the Gimp. Meanwhile, you know it starts playing like the saxophone music. (laughs) And Butch is, like, trying to figure out how to get out of the binds and, you know, get out of the situation. Meanwhile, behind that door that you don't see what's going on, but you hear it. Punching, slapping, screaming, grunting. Now. The noises. I was 13. I knew what was going on. Behind that door. Uh. But I did not want to admit it to myself. In my head, I kept saying, in my head, I'm just kept saying, they're just beating him up. They're just beating him up. That's all. And I look over at my dad and he meets my gaze and grins and says, Tarantino's a sick puppy. (laughs) That's when I knew Marcellus Wallace behind that door wasn't just getting beat up. He got the meats. He got the meats. <laughs> Boom.
2: I like it. Boom.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's a great walk. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's a great walk that we get to go on with that. <laughs> I enjoy that thoroughly. Hell yeah. Man. Now, if he can work in H. John Benjamin somehow into that. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Then you'd have the, the, the Holy Trinity That dude does so many voices now Yeah, but it's all his own voice It's, it's all, Yeah, it's always his voice The first time He's I ever heard voice. of him was Home Movies Home Movies Did you watch Home Movies? Uh, I caught it yeah. I wasn't a big fan, but yeah, it was, it was on You know, he played the soccer coach mm-hmm. in that, right? Coach Coach McGirt McGirt <laughs> <laughs> Coach McGirt mm-hmm. Yeah, that show skeeved me out from time to time it was just like, yeah, it's too much. Yeah, it's too much. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's the same people who make Bob's Burgers, mm-hmm. Lauren Bouchard. That's like but a family it was like, hit, though. Yeah, like Home Movies was definitely <laughs> skeezy yeah, It's like Bob's Burgers is primetime Fox, right? Home Movies was late night, weird. Maybe this channel will be here, <laughs> right? But of course it is, um, right? yeah adult swim right that was one of their first it was one of their first yeah i was like right when they started yeah aqua Teen. yeah i used to laugh so fucking hard i rarely laugh that hard as um you know regularly and frequently as i did watching Aquatine for the first time mm-hmm. like i was just like My gut hurt laughing the entire time. Yeah, it was that brand new comedy that nobody was doing. There was nothing else like it before. Zany, insane, no structure. Yeah. Just hit the gas pedal. No wrong ideas. You want to throw a left turn in the middle of the episode? Let's left turn. (laughs) I mean, that was like the fucking... I'd say that's like the most groundbreaking cartoon since Ren and Stimpy. Mm. And then, you know, um, whatever else before it. I was not allowed to watch Ren and Stimpy. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> my My dad passed by at once and was like, you guys aren't allowed to watch this. Okay. And clicked It kept clicking through. <laughs> that was all we ever discussed about Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> <laughs> I was not allowed to watch it. <laughs> Dear, have you found my rubber nipples? Is that a Ren and Stimpy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a... There's a so yeah, man maybe- and a wife, and the man, you, you never see like past mid thigh mm-hmm. on them because you're at Ren and Stimpy's level. Like all the old school yeah. cartoons and stuff. Right. And the dad's wearing like socks with like sock garters. Uh, and or and uh, he'll get like rubber bottle nipples and put them on his kneecaps to keep them warm. Mm. There's a lot of innuendo. I didn't know they could stretch that much. They can in cartoons. Well, good good point. Everything can stretch in cartoons. Yeah, it's actually a technique they teach you. You remember Stretch Armstrong? Stretch Armstrong? Yes, of course. Yeah, Uh, he had a bit role in the um, Detroit Rock City movie. He was used as a as a weapon to rob. Oh, that's (laughs) right. Attempt to rob the already getting robbed store. Oh yeah, yeah. I've only seen that movie the one time. There's a quality. There's a quality fic- flick. That was old, um... Furlong. Yeah. Furlong. What the fuck is that guy up to now? I I mean, I bet he's... still just being Furlong somewhere. Yeah. But he made a bunch of money, I think. I hope he got it. Uh, he to keep yeah, it. for sure. Fucking mm-hmm. Terminator 2. Judgment Day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And then, yeah, he did a lot of things. But now we have um, the brother in Stranger Things, Jonathan. Mm. That's the new Edward Furlong, right? Yeah, there. he is. He's taken over quite nicely Went to fill our Furlong, furlong hole. I only, I only <laughs> saw the first season of that show. Mm. The last one was very good. Uh, season two? Season three. Oh. Yeah, I, I saw like the first episode of season two and i was like this this is bullshit (laughs) yeah i thought season two was a dip um i felt like it may have gotten rushed don't know why don't know how but it it dipped but the most recent season was it it felt like season one again like we got back to where we needed to be they made it a summer thing and they incorporated incorporated all the old elements and the good parts of season two back in so
2: got me back on board
0: you're welcome, Stranger Things. I'm keeping you alive. Boom. Keeping the lights on for you. I got a I got a Netflix show for you. Maybe you've watched it, Russian Doll. I. It's been advertising me that more and more. But it's I haven't. So fucking good. It's supposed to explore like the philosophical and yeah, the yeah. idea of life, right? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. It's a lot of existential questions, mm. and it is so fucking good. Mm. I mean, it's like very. It's art. Yeah. It's like good art. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus a compelling story to go with it. Yeah. It's so fucking good. And I've always liked her. Um, yeah. Orange is the New Black. Yeah. She's been around. American she Pie. She was in Detroit, Rock City. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> She's a wild thing. Yeah. yeah. She's always been that frizzy haired, wild. I mean, like, in real life. I imagine she gets those parts for a reason. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, she's no less wild in the Netflix show Russian Doll. Are they about to premiere a new season or something? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know when this one came out, but, Yeah. I hope another season comes out soon because it left on a cliffhanger. Oh. I don't know what happens. That's how they're doing it now. you got to have a big cliffhanger so that they bring you back. Yeah. Some people are like, we demand season two. Well, we got to bring them back. Enough people said season two. So. One show I hope they don't bring back is Star Trek Discovery. Oh, really? That shows a, the production didn't, quality is very really nice. The, uh, the effects, the costumes, the makeup, phenomenal. Hmm. the the writing the the, uh the direction of the story that the producers are taking it shit damn flaming pile of dog shit that sucks now there's a lot of people who say they love it but they're not the real fucking nerds they're the (laughs) jocks who are like oh you know nerd culture is cool now (laughs) i mean it's gotta stay up on those new treks it's just a new trekkies it's just a soap opera melodrama now Mm. you know and the science it's just not good story and then it does like what all these fucking shows are doing now where they just get like all beautiful model looking actors like there's no fucking ugly people and um, just like a lot of overacting and shit and it's just it's soap opera what could you mean yeah it's constantly (laughs) you know sweeping melody comes in (laughs) fucking explosions constantly (laughs) what world are we living in now Mm. that's that's one of the reasons i really like russian doll is it doesn't fucking do that shit Mm. it's intellectual yeah yeah plus it's got a killer soundtrack opens with uh 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 what's his name um. Uh, one is the loneliest mm, Three Dog numb. Night. Oh, is that Three Dog Night? Three Dog Night. Um. You put the lime in the coconut. You mix it all up. Put the lime in the coconut. Shake it all together. Said doctor, and it'll make you feel better. Say doctor. You know um, the guy. That is. You know the guy. Um. Um. Uh, I'm gonna beat your machine. I don't think one is the loneliest number. Three Dog Night. I sure. think it's this guy. It's Three Dog Night. Um, lime, unless LimeWire lied to me. <laughs> LimeWire definitely. <laughs> Harry Nilsson. Harry Nilsson. Yes. Yes. Um, she put the lime in the coconut. Uh, oh, oh fuck! It's gonna load. Um, brother bought a coconut. He bought it for a dime. His sister had another one and she paid it for the lime. She put the lime in the coconut, she drank them both up. She put the lime in the coconut, she drank them both up. She put the lime in the coconut, she drank them both up. She put the lime in the coconut, she called the doctor, woke, I'm up. I'm not going to read the rest of the thing. That's a that's a hard read. Yeah. It makes a lot more sense when you sing you it. Gotta have she this. put the lime in the coconut. She drank them both up. I put the lime in the coconut. She drank them both up. She drank the lime in the coconut. And she drank them both up. She yeah, put the she, lime in the coconut. She called the doctor. Woke him up. The she oh, drank woke. comes out as like, sh- shake.
2: shake. Shake them all up. Shake them all up. She drank shrank them all up. Oh, and <laughs> the
0: the wake him is supposed to be him. They just capitalized the I and made it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Woke I'm up. <laughs> Auto-correct is the fucking bane of my existence. It's it's trouble. Especially yeah. when you have like a perfect zinger. And then it yes. comes out auto-corrected and everybody's like in the group chat like, that would have been cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's take a quick break. Sounds fair. We'll be right back. Hi. I'm Andy Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> You say, doctor! Today, we're featuring music from local music artist, Bennett Cravens. Bennett, you have the microphone. I appreciate it.
2: All right, welcome back to another... (coughs) Now it's going to be my show. Um, I want to say thank you to James for uh, bringing me on here and let me play one of my songs. Uh, This one's called Forty Something Dollars. It's about that feeling you get whenever you either leave money on the table or walk away from a good opportunity and that feeling of uh, regret or missing out. Anyway. I left 40 something dollars on the table before i left and the day for the life of me i don't know if it was my death i gambled out in england and i gambled down in spain and i don't know if i will get to gamble ever again My mind is blank, my hands are shaking, my soul is damned, it is forsaken. Can call him a lazy debtor, but whether the weather once, I never felt better. He hauled the hanging bodies when he held them by head, And everyone believed them when they all said You can follow him out back to where the bodies are buried But nobody gives a second thought to the shovel that he carried His mind is blank but his body knows precisely where the next one goes He can dig and tell that body hurts until the hole is filled with dirt
0: That was amazing. I appreciate it, man. That's oh, so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, so you you have a show coming up, right? I do. I do. My first my first show. That's awesome. Thank
2: you. Yeah, I'm nervous as hell but excited as hell and can't wait to do it. I'm playing uh the Lady Bird Johnson Wildflower Center.
0: Um Tuesday, which is the day after this airs, correct? This is going up on Monday? Uh
2: Sunday. Sunday. Tuesday. So so you got two days.
0: Tuesday. Yeah, this yeah. Is Tuesday. Um admissions $12, which is the regular price for the um for the for the park. Um yeah. if
2: you're a member there, it's free. And I'll be doing two 45-minute sets. So I'll be out there wow. all night hanging out. And They got like a uh, Tito's uh cocktail it's like a happy hour family friendly so bring the kids come out and see the the center and then hopefully some hear some tunes on your way out see so yeah, i'll be doing the i'll be doing the whole album and then a uh, a litany of covers
0: because i don't have an hour and a half worth of songs just yet but on my way dude i am so fucking proud of you <laughs> I appreciate it man. that is a big fucking achievement it's it feels That's good so cool yeah um and I got to shout out my buddy, True, um, who helped me out, who uh, was the one who emailed me about this opportunity, and I, I had to jump, for hell, sure. Hell yeah. Yeah. Very excited. Very excited. I, I was hoping to get out to the first one, which was uh, last Tuesday, but I, I didn't make it back to town that quick um, mm-hmm. from a wedding in Oklahoma City. But yeah, I'm super pumped. Hell yeah. Super pumped. Yeah. Should be a good time, and... uh Lady Bird Johnson Wildflower Center, 6 p.m., twelve dollars. So, what are you doing to combat your nerves? You mentioned uh, you're nervous. Sure. Yeah, um, I've just been playing a lot. Yeah. Been playing a lot. Yeah. Just practice, practice, mm-hmm. practice. Just keep my my mind thinking about the lyrics and my fingers thinking about the notes. Hell yeah. Just getting them, getting them up, and I've like I've got just a list of all the songs that I should be able to play, top to bottom. Without looking at words, without looking at anything. And so I'll just like randomly pick one and like quiz myself, or somebody's there, like, give me a song. Nice. And they'll just throw one at me. It's like, okay. What are some of the covers you're planning on doing? A lot of Towns Van Zandt. Okay. Um, I've been a big Towns Van Zandt fan fan for a. Jog my memory. I know the name. uh, Yes. Songs. What song? Um, His big one um,
2: is Waiting Around to Die. How's that or, go? Uh,
0: it's
2: two long years waiting around to die. Oh, that guy. Um, yeah. Bigger
0: one was probably Poncho and Lefty. Um, Willie Nelson did a version of it. Okay. It's It's been covered. It's been covered to hell. So, yeah. That one's been around. Um, I'm doing a lot of his songs. Probably not a lot of the stuff that people know. Kind of some of his deeper tracks, the tracks that I like mm-hmm. a little bit more, the darker tunes, the solo stuff, the sad stuff, the up in your stuff um, so I got a lot of his stuff ready to go um, throwing in some Guy Clark mm-hmm. um, doing some Blaze Foley a lot of the, the Texas uh, I, there's a band called the Texas Troubadours so that's yeah. hard to say but it's like these guys were the outlaw roots just sitting in clubs and playing guitars and writing very good songs like the mm-hmm. trifecta um, and then I got some some other random stuff a Cream song from oh, that yeah. I learned like one of the first songs I ever play some Dylan some um, of the first stuff that I learned how to play yeah it's just going back to the to the roots of it all I still warm up with the Cream song you taught me oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. If you lose your money that's uh... great god don't lose your mind <laughs> One, man that is so fun that one so fun it's a
2: great warm-up because
0: you're just moving and yep. sliding around some good old blues riffs mm-hmm. yeah i always forget that outside women blues oh yeah and they uh, stole pretty much i can oh. never remember his name i want to say i always want to say fats but i don't think it's fats Fats domino no fats waller Oh yeah, yeah. But I don't think that's right. I can never remember who the uh, the original writer that was, but either version is it's a great tune. Right. Whether they funk it up or him just hitting it on an old acoustic, and you can just tell those strings have just been through hell and back. <laughs> if it, but if it's like a white British band from the '60s playing blues, they stole it. Yeah, <laughs> Zeppelin, they stole it. Yeah, they, they were. They had it on the uh the albums. They'd slow them down and. Yeah, along with them, which is—I mean, they're still fucking great. Yeah, I mean, they're not easy licks. No, especially if you're learning just like structural classical. Yeah, guitar. Yeah. When did you? How old were you when you started playing guitar? Um. So I started messing around with my dad's guitar when I was pretty young, like mm. seven, eight. Oh. Yeah, he. Uh, Does he play? Oh yeah, he's he's always played. He he had this habit of all of his tuning pegs would be in this weird these weird positions so I'd always go in there and line them up for him he's like man you gotta take care of your guitar dad so I'd (laughs) I'd line them up for him he'd get home and what the (laughs) hell
2: happened to this thing
0: I'd hear from the other room like ooh I don't think I did that (laughs) I tried to help him (laughs) so I would go in there and mess with his and um, uh, probably about 11 or 12 i actually went to a pastor and he taught me a few chords nice and then he didn't want to teach me and my sister anymore and then i learned how to read um tablature from a buddy of mine in high school Mm -hmm. so okay i had tablatures and a few chords learned a whole bunch more chords and then kind of from there was the internet and me teaching myself yeah just because the internet had all the tablature and then i could tab out any chord that the internet so that i needed to learn do you remember how good it felt when your calluses finally developed i, I think they're still working on that <laughs> i mean, really yeah i mean they still oh my god feel mine yeah i mean i play all the time yeah. but you still have such soft supple hands <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate that um I mean, yeah. There's, I mean, there's. Do you use not, palm olive? I use nothing. I mean, there's nothing. It's not nothing, but right. I don't have the like. I'm getting a new one here now, uh-huh. which is probably my thickest one on the thumb. I don't want to know where that callus comes <laughs> it's, from. It's uh, it's from sliding up uh, the neck now. Oh uh, yeah, should, I'm doing yeah. more sliding up sliding the up neck, up the shaft. No, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that one's that one's coming in strong. But yeah, I just. It doesn't hurt or anything, but I just don't get those thick leather old man things at the end of my fingers for some reason. Well, I've got the calluses. Yeah,
2: you can have them, man.
0: (laughs) I think I got them because that guitar has got some, it's kind of hard to play. Hmm. You got some high action? Yeah. And I mean, I've lowered it before Mm -hmm. and it just buzzes too much. Yeah. It's just a, it's not a very expensive Yamaha, but I love the sound it makes. It's big. That's what's important. Yeah. It's a Dreadnought, isn't it? Full Dreadnought, yeah, baby. We're about the same size. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Dreadnought's the shit. Absolutely. This thing. Oh my God, I love this thing so much. What is this? This is a Martin Custom X series. Ooh. Um, I was having a hell of a week. It was It was a bad, it was bad few weeks. And I went into the Guitar Center just to play an acoustic because I still didn't own one. Mm. I just had my little Fender Strat that I played on. Um, so I was like dying to play an acoustic. I've been listening to all acoustic music and I was just like in a rut, it's like, okay, I'm going to go play guitar. This thing was sitting in there, used, marked down and I I couldn't stop playing it. Oh yeah. I just couldn't stop. And, uh, so it was like, I might, I might buy this. I had a a pretty good job at the time. I had some, some money saved up. So I was like, I might, I might just buy this. And I was like talking to the guy and he was like, you know, if you come back in a week, we're having a sale. And everything is going to be marked down. And I was like, Ooh. "Does that include marked down items?" He's like, "Yes." Ooh. So I put it back on the rack. I like tucked it in the back because like nobody find it. Uh-huh. <laughs> put it back on the rack, and I came in a week later. It was still sitting right where I would left it. It was meant to be. Didn't look like anybody touched it. Marked down again, and uh, that day somebody had thrown away a bunch of guitar cases oh. on the lot where I worked. And so somebody came into my office like hey you might be interested they just threw a bunch of guitar cases away so i went dumpster diving pulled out that case from the dumpster hell yeah fur lined faux fur Uh fur lined and it's just like in great condition yeah just in on top of the trash can in a box so it didn't touch any of the garbage i was like "Huh?" thank you Uh went straight after work got the guitar and he was like you want the case with it and i was like actually i'd like to see if mine will fit on there went out to the car and it like a glove dude hell yeah just dropped right in zip all the way around meant to yeah and the dude was like right as i zipped up he's like i was gonna ask you if you want the insurance i think you got this i was like "Uh, uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't need the insurance thank you (laughs) appreciate
2: you buddy um but yeah it was a phenomenal deal and i got the case and
0: Hell yeah. And I love the matte finish on this thing, yeah. it, it looks very, you it's give it so a go? soft. Let's see here. Oh, and it's got some texture in the matte as well. Yeah. Nice. That's. Very nice. My baby. Great sound, baby. great action. Yeah, I mean, if you come around my house, chances are this will be picked up and played no matter what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just in the middle of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I probably suck to watch things with now, but like, anytime I'm just doing anything, I, podcasts are on, the TV's on, there's always... Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind away. it. I don't think Emily minds it. I... I fiddle. Yeah, you have, I have to stuff. help the roommate. <laughs> she, uh, yeah. You just never know. <laughs> like, it's not like I'm blaring an electric guitar. Yeah. Sweet acoustic, but if it's all the time. <laughs> I, I haven't played electric in like a year. It's been, it's been some time for me as well. Because I don't want to disturb my neighbors, but I yeah. fucking love... Like I want to turn it up loud because I want feedback. I want yeah. I want it nasty. That loud black keys just yeah, ugly dirty guitar. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, crunchy big. I have a I have a, a small practice amp that I use when oh. I when I do get to go electric. Every once in a while, just when sort I'm of, like drunk and nobody's home, oh, yeah. <laughs> just like here we go, and it picks up radio stations. What? Yeah, so like <laughs> I'll just be sitting there playing, playing along, and then it's like, and up next in the hour, we i like, did I just get NPR? Is, is this it? the same one you've had? Yeah, I think it was doing it back in at Ultoir. At oh, uh, dude, do you remember? Okay, so in case you don't know, I actually mentioned this in the last episode. Oh, really? Uh, Bennett and I used to live together mm-hmm. um, over at Pleasant Valley in Old Horse Woodmead. 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 They've re- they've since rebranded. Of course. It was too fanciful. <laughs> was such an that was the nicest apartment I've ever been in. The trees. But um, do you remember no your radio, My radio would turn yes. on to different stations? <laughs> it was the, um, the iPod dock slash radio slash yes yes yeah. that thing it was sitting on the counter separating mm-hmm. the, the like dining nook from the kitchen net yeah and the breakfast bar if the breakfast if you could is that what those are called it w- is meant to be but the cabinets cut it off so it's just like that right slot. it's like right here yeah there was nothing doing there um so you remembered that thing would just randomly turn on mm-hmm. and you would say it was the ghost right Absolutely was. Let's take a quick break and get back into that. That sounds like a plan. Be right back. Hi, are you f- flustered with your wireless program? I'm Troy McClure from such movies as Dad, Can You Hear Me? And The Wireless, coming out this fall. Be right back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're gonna get. <laughs>
0: Uh, ghosts, ghosts, uh, (laughs) let's, okay. So you said the old apartment had a ghost. Definitely. Tell me about it. So, um, besides the mysterious radio that would turn on and off itself, Mm -hmm. there were a lot of door closings, door openings. um, Where in your room? both our rooms oh yeah like yeah we'd oh like, my god you would be gone and like i would walk by your room and it'd be closed and the next time it'd be open and nobody had come uh, come or came or anything and then i'd just hear a slam and your door would be closed again what the fuck or the closets and there was like so many doors because we had the closets and we had the bathrooms and we had the the side closet that was just the little side right there was a lot of closet space yeah i forgot about that place but yeah it was just doors all the time the outside door to the little deck yeah was always just buggering out what it was fucking weird man so, so there weird. was and and then anything else did you ever like sense a presence um i've never been that that sensitive to that stuff right like the one time I did like sense something as we were, we were exploring the um, right the theater in that old old theater that was the Masons Theater in Oklahoma Town between Stillwater and OKC. Starts with a G. Um Guthrie Guthrie yeah the Guthrie Masons Museum. You felt something at the Guthrie dude. We went to the dormitories there, which were creepy as hell. And what? like we could have sworn there was somebody sleeping in one of the beds, and like we what? all felt it, and we all like we're like we're not we're not messing with that. We're oh, done holy here. Holy shit! Like we we're getting to the annals of that place, like exploring as deep as we could, going to the oldest, dirtiest, creepiest spots. Like this is where they got murdered. Yeah. <laughs> but then it was just like in the dormitory, so we we're like, and we're freaked out. <laughs> oh my god! Let's go. <laughs> You're, uh, do you watch Ghost Adventures? Oh, I'll catch them when they're on. Right. I don't. I don't seek them out. Yeah. Just because you know, yeah, I'd, I'd rather just, yeah. I'd rather go into a creepy place and spook myself out than watch somebody right. possibly pretend to get spooked out. Right. It's like if if I'm in a room full of people and we all get the same feeling without a word, it's like that bed is 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 a no go. Yeah. Like that's all something that happened to us. Whether it's a group hive mind of like, oh, it is what it is. No matter what science can explain it or whatever. Yeah. We all have that moment together. That's fucking wild, man. Yeah. Um, The radio... The radio would turn on. It wouldn't go to like... Sometimes it would go to a random station. Right. But most of the time it would go to like an Uh 88.5 static. Right, right. Just garbled nonsense. It was different. It wasn't like that that was there when you turned it off. Always. I wonder if it was trying to speak like through the white noise of the radio. because that's what everybody right they've got so, the things and then the amp was always picking up radio signals so it was like yeah maybe something weird with that it would like he's trying to put the but it, uh, the, the amp's still doing that so i think it's just something with the amp but I, I love that it gets the radio stations my my closet in my bedroom always smelled like down in this one corner it always smelled like like death like decaying mm. matter like a dead not not just like wood rot, but it smelled like something was dead in the walls. Yeah. And I imagine... I mean, yeah, that smell can last for months, but, Mm -hmm. I mean, that lasted a lot longer than I think it... Than a rat or a squirrel. Right. I think that might have been Mm -hmm. part of something.
2: Yeah.
0: Because that always stuck out to me, that smell. I mean, as far as putting a body somewhere inside of a wall with all the insulation and stuff... Yeah. They make those deodorizer bags now that... Just absorb the smell of death. Yeah. yeah. You just put one of those in there with it. Like, um, then you put just people in the walls. It's like that. In between the two by fours. H.H. whatever. H.H. Holmes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I, yeah, I think that was the original. And then everybody's ran <laughs> with it since. Right. You watch Mindhunter? I watch Psych. Dude, <laughs> I, wa- <laughs> I haven't seen Psych uh Sykes the best <laughs> I want to watch Fringe but it's like not anywhere yeah yeah you watched Fringe? no okay I thought you watched Fringe, it's not so a fringe brought it up a friend of the Fringe oh uh, yeah it's got this like old dude who's like in all sorts of stuff I think he's dead now oh, God. he's like kind of a <laughs> he always plays like kind of a creepy character but in this one he's like the dad and he's like a crazy genius scientist Kind of like a mad, like a mad scientist, and he loves tripping balls. Oh yeah, um, he's the wackadoo. Yeah, <laughs> you no, know, you know he's like, let's take some LSD. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, I wanted to watch that, but no, not so much. No, it, it's not available. It yeah. used to be on on certain streaming services, but it's gone now. Damn. I know, man. It's a bummer. Oh, wow. You have to download it illegally off LimeWire. Yeah. I don't fuck with LimeWire Sponsor of the
2: show, LimeWire. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm sure I can rent it, you know. Yeah, but that's expensive. Are you going to get the DVDs sent? Uh, no, it's uh Prime. Yeah. There's always Prime. Yeah. It's Prime time. Speaking of, the boys on the prime oh yeah good show that's the show right there good show that show did it that's kind of fucking disturbing yeah the the, the superman type guy guys fuck the corporization of superheroes yeah that's how it would go they're not wrong it yeah, was a really good show and um you know seth rogan made it was one of the Producers of that show, right? Oh,
2: really? Mm-hmm. I never
0: watched the credits, I guess, because it always skip to the next episode. Seth Rogen and uh, his creative partner, Gold Goldberg mm-hmm. or something. Adam, yes, Goldberg, Adam so- Goldberg. Is that his name? No, I don't know. But they make everything June, together. Jonah. No, that's Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Yeah. No, there's a guy who's like he doesn't act in anything. Right? He's yeah. like writing par- writing partner. I think it's Goldberg. Or gold something. That's I think it's like right. Goldberg. Maybe. I or know. or we're just being. You know. I think gold is. <laughs> right. I think gold is the correct part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goldman Smith. I love gold. Who doesn't. Nice. I had a long conversation last night about gold. We got me and my buddy got to arguing about space travel and uh the radiation and stuff and Mm. how much gold is actually in fort knox and then how we discovered it being good for space travel was it because space travelers said hey this is good for space travel start putting value on this so that we can come collect it or whatever Mm -hmm. the hell it was so just a long drawn out conversation about gold (laughs) i can tell you why because one it's malleable Mm -hmm. and two you don't need a lot of it because it's very dense because, mm-hmm. you know, protect from radiation. Um, you just need those there's lead. It's pretty famous for protecting from radiation lot, and it weighs a ton. It weighs a ton. You need a lot. And then there's gold, which I believe is more dense than lead. Mm. And that's why, cause it keeps, uh, it's so dense particles can't get through it. Right. Right. But we can't get to Mars. But we can't... I'm sure we can. Seven-month trip, they said, to get to Mars. That's it? So that's it. But that dude who spent a year on the space station, the one of the Kelly brothers, mm-hmm. who spent the longest time there yet is already showing, like, radiative what? sicknesses and, like, maladies we, of the bones and muscles and stuff. I'm sure... I'm sure if we just, you know destroyed capitalism and replaced it with something better um i feel like we'd be you know those wouldn't be problems so much anymore we'd find solutions to those problems pretty fucking quickly
2: yeah, uh, you know priority the sure right <laughs>
0: resources and stuff like that you know when we're fresh yeah. out of resources though how are we gonna expend well, resources man. to get somewhere else we can create ex- we can create sustainable resources we can live in a post scarcity world like star trek man well yeah a we moneyless scarcity scarcityless uh society but if we don't you know start heading that way oh yeah we we're fried just, we'll just use everything we're fried and then we won't have the resources to go find right i mean but Any also resources we're, we're also going to get baked alive yeah that'll be fun you know if we don't do anything yeah Feel oh. like a potato for a little bit? Before you explode in the Put microwave? Put a little cheese in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before I go, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I had a I had a guest on here who brought a bunch of cheese. She's a cheese, the cheese expert. Yeah, I saw that come up in the feed. Uh, like I said, I'm behind. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm stoked for that. It was so fucking good. The I'm, cheese is so fucking I'm good. I'm a cheese man. Hell yeah. I am a cheese man. Cheese man? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I gotta, Cheeseman? I got a block of Havarti sitting in my fridge right now that oh, I am God, yeah. uh, stoked to get to. Oh man, a couple weeks ago I went to Central Market to get sandwich stuff and they had some uh smoked uh goat cheese um Gouda. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. it was so Gouda. Forget about it. So Gouda. Forget about that. That sounds delicious. Dude, you could just taste the smoke in yeah. it. Oh, my God. I love a smoky cheese. Oh, good night. you meet at a dark club where you can still smoke inside. Oh, hey. Yeah, fucking jazz get, get a lettuce. cracker. Mm. Mm. Welcome to the Cracker Barrel. Yeah. We're going to be playing your latest hits. Mm. Smack my bitch up mm. Mm. by... Three dog nights <laughs> come and melt away with us. Mm. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds kind of like Batman. Mm. Mm. Alfred. Never got into that accent. Uh, uh Christian Bale's Batman thing. Mm. It's like, do you have a lozenge? <laughs> like, come <laughs> the, on. The deep scratch. Yeah, come on, man. It's fun to do, though. When swear to me, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There, I say there's no Batman voice better than the dude who did the cartoons from the '90s. Adam West. Adam West. No, no, no. Yeah, that he was, did the live action. That was cartoon. live action. Yeah, the cartoon. I don't remember the guy's name, but I know Mark Hamill. Yes, was the Joker in the Beyond. Yeah, he killed it. Yeah, and he also in the one from the '90s. I love Michael Keaton, man. I love Michael Keaton. i talking Batman. about the cartoon. I know. Just, I'm okay, just, okay. I'm just throwing out my love dude, for yeah, Michael Keaton's Michael
2: Batman. I love oh, it so yes. much.
0: Tim Burton, dude. Yeah. The first two movies, mm-hmm. fucking great. Asked to stop making them because they were so terrifying at the time. That's what- What? That was my biggest argument. Are you people, serious? Yeah. People were like, oh, these are the darkest Batmans that have been. Okay. But yeah, it's the time. They're like, yeah. Tim Burton could never have been this dark. He's like, he was freaking people's brains at the time. With Batman? Nobody was ready for his stuff. It's not that fucking scary. Yeah, but, like, think about Tim Burton. He kept getting more and more twisted. He's like, he's always been a twisted dude. Yeah. That was twisted stuff back then. Yeah. That was not the day-to-day. That was dark, gritty Gotham. Yes. And, like, people were like, that place is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and, but then they did, like, the... The other Batmans, the, the, the Sh- Schumacher, Joel Schumacher directed yes. the one that was, who was his shit. They put was nipples. That, it was, was Looney. They put nipples on the bat suit. Who directed Val Kilmer's Batman? Do you have any uh, idea? I don't remember. Was I love Val Kilmer. I'll do you love me
2: some Val Kilmer,
0: man? I, I don't know who directed that one, though. It might yeah, be, okay. I don't know. It was another bad one. Yeah, his didn't go great. Yeah. I mean, they're good the because... They're they're good if you go at it with, like, the cynical of, like, I'm enjoying this because it's fucking awful. Right. Yeah, I'm just going to get my Batman fix this way. Yeah. And then uh, Jim Carrey will be there. And Jim Carrey will be there. And Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, yeah, he played Two-Face. He was not a bad Two-Face. Not at all. The, um, the origin of Two-Face in that one was funny. <laughs> um, jog my memory. File folder in court. Somebody what? one of the witnesses throws a vat of acid at Harvey Dent Tommy oh. Lee Jones as he's holding up a, a Manila folder perfectly halfway across his face for whatever reason. Oh my god. And he gets he gets he gets two-faced. Oh my god. <laughs> and it's amazing. And it's like somebody's watching it on TV uh because it's a news broadcast of local district attorney. Harvey Dent gets two-faced today. Oh my God. (laughs) I do not remember that.
2: (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) So
0: yeah, it's like somebody on like this 12 inch RCA antenna TV watching it as like they zoom in on him grabbing the glass and then (laughs) it's like, why would the news be getting these shots? (laughs) It'd be a stagnant camera in the back. You said it yourself. Gotham's a weird place. It's a place. weird place, man. <clears throat> it's a weird place. You ever notice that, like, these superhero things, a lot of them have, like, themes of, like, Batman it has a lot to do with, like, psychological themes. Mm-hmm. The heroes and the villains all have, like, psychological subtext to mm-hmm. them, whereas Spider-Man is about science and science gone wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, And the inappropriate use of science. And the inappropriate the, the use the science. of science. Yeah, dude. And Superman just anybody who yeah. still can't do anything to him. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: this time we we got a we got a we got a bigger monster for mm-hmm. Superman. Yeah. <laughs> this is tough guys. What should I do? <laughs> Laser eyes. Took care of that. Yeah. Alois. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you want press? you want a fresh press fresh, fresh press. newspaper? Oh, because yeah. they work at the right. Daily Globe fresh press. I'll I'll take yeah. care of that center fold if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that means vagina. <laughs> You're welcome, mom <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I a, had a- it's fun it's a fun game. the, the it was a who's line game. Uh-huh. It was um, innuendo, and they'd just pick a profession, and the comedians would go through as much innuendo for the job as they could get through. So you'd just get to the point where you're like, hey, we got too much ink on this paper today, didn't we? If you know what I'm talking about, nobody has anything let's, left. Let's, so- let's do it. All right. Let's, uh, all right, garbage. Garbage, garbage people, management. garbage disposal okay. people. I'd pick it up on Thursday if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a smelly dump. <laughs> I'd mash that up in the back of a truck if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I've been around the block. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's keeping a lock on her garbage can if you if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you might want to put a lid on that. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> that's gonna be a double bagger. We call them. And get two hefties. <laughs> um recycle
2: <laughs> recycle
0: <laughs> that's going to go in the compost heap if you if you really want to know what i'm saying <laughs> um is that a baby in there oh god <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh man <laughs> I really hope I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> like, is he a baby over there? And no, bag not. off camera. <laughs> a baby in there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Oh. The collection's a little early for me, if you know what I'm saying. You know, put it out the night before. <clears throat> um why is there juice running out of it? Mm. Mm, yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to come back with a bigger truck for that one. <laughs> it, it's not gonna fit in there. <laughs> we'll go get a couple more guys see if we can't haul it up. <laughs> just just fold it and it'll fit. We'll only do that on uh, brush collection day. <laughs> Um people if people in the alley keep using it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fit anything in there anymore. yeah <laughs> you're not sorting that correctly if, it, if you're if you're looking at the recycling that I am. <laughs> All right, uh, you choose a profession. Oh man. Um, a hotelier a hotelier yes. okay um, let's see. You want a mint? <laughs> uh, on your pillow? <laughs> I'm gonna have to re-swipe that rim card. <sighs> um We'll change your sheets for you. <laughs> you can't turn down this service. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> uh, um Do you serve breakfast? Continental. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> help yourself if you know <laughs> what I'm talking
0: about <laughs> why is there a cum all over everything because <laughs> it's so <a> hotel. <laughs> that we that we know I'm having trouble with this one it's a tough one yeah, that's a tough one yeah um mm. it, we, our concierge
2: can help you with that
0: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Do you have an extra room. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> don't don't have an extra. Room. Um, <laughs> you caught me red-handed. <laughs> <laughs> Did you send up some extra blankets? <laughs> um, yeah, I can't think of anything else. It, your brain, tough. yeah, you gotta. Yeah, that's why they're they're professionals. What time did I say we were going to cut this one at? Uh, 4.35. Oh. So not so bad. I guess we should wrap it up then. Is it about that time? Yeah, it's been an hour. Okay.
2: What do you think? One more? Tune? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. <clears throat> oh, Just is-
0: getting set up. Okay, here
2: we go. So this is... This is a tune that uh, I learned from Dave Van Ronk, who's incredible in his own right. Um, He was at a bar with a poet and Lynn
0: Chandler one night poet came up with the words and as i understand it lynn chandler came up with the um guitar work with the help of Dave Van rock it's a gorgeous song he always called it his theme song and i'm i'm trying to work it up to be my theme song <laughs> so i do it a lot mm-hmm.
2: Off. Be no cop on my floor you come along Go with me And we'll go To Galilee Howling green, green Rocky You promenade in green But well, tell me who me who you love see that crow up in the sky he don't walk he just fly he don't walk he don't run keep on a flapping to the sun howling green Promenade in green. Tell me who you love. Tell me who you love. hook a gun soda cracker. Does your mama chew tobacco? Well, if your mama chew tobacco, hook a soda cracker. In green, green Rocky Road
0: appreciate it brother do you want to uh give the people the deets on your uh, show one more
2: time absolutely uh ladybird johnson wildflower center um tuesday september 24th 6 p.m mission is 12 dollars. be doing
0: a bunch more of that stuff uh, yeah just tunes that i like and i hope people will uh appreciate and maybe take that with them when they leave Thank you so much for doing this again. Third time. Third I, time's the charm. I appreciate you, friend. Of course, man. I appreciate oh, yeah. you. Thanks for having me. Of course. Presidential handshake. Yes. <laughs> I'll see y'all next week.
2: Woo. I got hot on that one. Yeah.